Welcome back to Communicate to Innovate. I'm your host, Clint Link. This is episode number nine, and our topic of the day is ISTE Certification for Educators Process. This is Communicate to Innovate, a podcast that documents and unveils what is and what could be at Waseca Public Schools. ISTE is the International Society of Teaching and Education and has been around for 40 plus years. Um, in Wasika, it's become more of the vernacular um, and since my position was created five years ago um, in that we started taking our uh, technology instructional coaches um, to the national conference in the summer um, in 2016. Um, and that was down in San Antonio. Um, that was uh, one of those aha moments of how small you can feel um, in a small town in rural Minnesota uh, compared to the vastness of public education um, across the country. Um, And just San Antonio itself is a big city too. But um, that's where our history started um, here in Waseca. From that point on, uh, we started taking other teachers uh, to this conference through the summer, and I think every one of them will, would concur if I was interviewing them right now that it's probably the most intense uh, conference that you can go to uh, nationally, in my, in my opinion, because I, I, I haven't experienced them all. Um, but that's all as far as ISTE has gone um, in, in, in Waseca's um, vernacular, as I said before. Um, but now in Southern Minnesota, for the first time in Mankato, uh, we are offering the first cohort of the ISTE certification. And so I really jumped at that opportunity. Um, in 2018, in Chicago, they unveiled this, this process, um, but it wasn't um, regionally uh, close to us to, to participate in. And uh, Andrew Hopkins, another tech integration coach here, and I've been talking about doing this together, and I put it, pushed it out to our our, um, our ticks, as we call them. Um, we have nine of them in our district um, earlier this year, and I was able to coax uh, another um, tick uh, named Kelly Gardner, a second grade teacher at Hartley Elementary, uh, to join me um, in uh, participating in the first cohort uh, in Southern Minnesota. In this next segment, I interviewed both Andrew and Kelly. I'm going to apologize right now for the audio. Um, slight hiccup. Bluetooth picked up my phone um, in my vehicle, and the microphone did not get passed around like I thought it was. So you can still hear them a little bit. I do cut Andrew off a little bit at this first segment. But my essentially my question to them here is, um, why, why? What's your why of uh, wanting to be a part of ISTE? Uh, ISTE, uh, ISTE Educator Certification. I'm with Kelly Gardner, first grade teacher, Hartley Elementary, Waseca, Minnesota, and Andrew Hopkins, eighth grade geography teacher at Waseca Junior Senior High. We are driving back right now from our ISTE certification orientation, which was two full days of getting to know our cohort. Um, of regional teachers and leaders around the area um, and becoming more familiarized with the ISTE standards, both educators and students. And 
lastly, we just finished up uh, kind of learning more about what next step processes, which is um, going through uh, a module online course, uh, which encompasses four modules with a fifth reflection piece, and then um, an eight to 12 week window where we uh, gather evidence of our competencies in those standards into a portfolio uh, and submission of that portfolio in August. Today's date is December 8th, 2020. Uh, we're driving in beautiful weather, by the way, in Minnesota, uh, 50-some degrees, 51 degrees, sunshine, zero snow, craziness of 2020 continues. Um, Kelly and Andrew, I'm going to ask you here the question. Uh, when I sent the email out, why'd you say yes? I think one of the biggest reasons that I was interested in getting ST certified was just to become a little bit more confident in some of my abilities and what I already know, and then to learn a lot more and to take that next step into becoming a better teacher and learning from other people. We don't get a lot of opportunities to do that, I feel, because I'm busy all day. I don't get enough time in the day to talk to other teachers, to share ideas with them outside of my grade level. So just getting a new perspective from other people, I thought would be very beneficial for me as well. I'd like to piggyback off that too. I mean, it is, there's so much of this that is the drive to do better. You know, we always strive, it's that never ending mission of a teacher to be a better educator and to reach more kids. You know, when I started this podcast, the whole point uh, of it was to reveal what others and, and are doing around our district and, and move it to a wider audience. But I found the last couple of episodes have been more in the reflection angle. And my very first episode was about reflection too, my personal reflections and how important that is in education process. But this this is important. I think what I wanted to capture is how after we get done with the orientation, which was two full days um, of eight hours um, and at, at Mankato when meeting our cohort, how did we feel um, coming out of that cohort at that time um, and then moving into the next stage of the certification, which is the actual module work, the learning piece of, of, of the ISTE standards and, and how uh, you can apply those, those ISTE standards. And then we'll do again after we get through that process of how we feel from that now going into the third and final process of the, the certification, and that's the portfolio development. And I just don't want to forget how I feel now and how Kelly felt and how Andrew felt too. And hopefully share this then with other people that are thinking about doing this um, certification process so we can hopefully empathize a little bit better. Um, you can understand how we felt going in, how we felt in the middle, and how we felt at the end. Um, and hopefully at the end we can do some kind of tips and trips. So that's the whole point of what, what I'm doing here. Um, in this next ex uh, part, I asked the question to Kelly and Andrew on the way home of what what parts did they feel confident about that they were able to accomplish in, in, in the ISTE certifications and what areas did they feel like they needed to grow or didn't have the, the level of confidence with, and I included myself in that as, as well. Okay, so with us now, it's mostly taking a week off here. It's like I said, it's December 8th, and I think December 20th is when our, our module opens up for the first time. So it's a little more than a week. 
uh, here. Got our brains are pretty full of not only the standards and the intensity that these standards will bring uh, to demonstrate these competencies um, in that area, but this the sheer amount of work that we're going to have to do um, is something that uh, I think is on our brains. So the question for all of us here is. One thing that you're feeling pretty confident about that you're able to um, complete uh, during this the certification process. And then one thing that you, you're a little concerned about or worried about um, or need to grow in. All right. I mean, one thing that I'm feeling fairly confident in is I, I think things inside the classroom, I feel generally confident in, you know, I, I, I can feel like those, those indicators, as they call them, that are going to deal with directly my teaching. I feel pretty confident in those, but one of the things that I think I'm, I'm weakest in or have the greatest area of improvement is uh, that concept of leadership. You know, I've, I've, I've only been teaching for, this is my seventh year now, so how much of a leadership role I, I carve out for myself feels a little strange at this point. Um, when I don't have all the answers in my classroom either. Um, another, I mean, not ISTE standard related, time management. Uh, when I we signed up for this, I didn't realize it'd be a, a six, seven month commitment um, to get done, but I'm, I'm excited about it, but for sure time management to make sure I can get everything done. Andrew on the one thing I feel confident about is I feel like I do a pretty good job of introducing my kids to technology to incorporating technology into my everyday teaching and so I feel good about some of those educator standards. The ones that I'm more nervous about are some of like the advocating ones or the leadership ones just because I feel like as a teacher we don't get as much opportunity to explore those different areas um so i think that's what makes me the most nervous is just looking at the portfolio example that we were showing today i don't do that kind of work i don't have those kind of experiences so i'm nervous about that part of it and then just being able to find and justify artifacts to reach those different areas looking at the standards it's very overwhelming right now um i know right away when we did our highlighting, we highlighted green ones that we were already doing in our classroom. And those are the ones that I talked about a little bit earlier, I felt confident in. But there was a lot of the yellow that I highlighted that I don't think I do yet. Or maybe I just need to reflect more on them and see, maybe I do parts of them or what I need to step up and do more of my everyday teaching. So that part will be interesting. I'm anxious to see how I learn and grow as a teacher and excited to see what happens at the end of this. And I, I will go the same lens that you guys are going because um, I want to show you or prove to you that the leadership piece, and we talked about this yesterday, is not a title. Um, you guys are leaders uh, in your buildings um, and you have already got lots of opportunities to show that and I'm confident you will find other ways to lead your buildings and possibly even our district level uh, in these ISTE standards uh, going forward. So I I'm, feel confident in that uh, part of it. 
just like I don't feel confident right now about the student standards um, of having that much interaction with students um, anymore of not being in the classroom. Now I could probably carve out spots for myself to co-teach uh, with someone or implement uh, a teaching of some, of some kind of technology into someone's course. I think that's, I can do that. Um, but it's not a, a common everyday occurrence uh, for me. And so I'm gonna have to look at it from the lens of the educators uh, uh, standards more um, and the leadership standards more uh, of how I can kind of lead uh, that way. Um, something I, I think I am uh, confident about is uh, I, I do get tasked with responsibilities of, of professional development um, quite a bit. And this will just allow me to take that job that I normally do and carve it in a way, I, I should probably use the word carve again, but um, shape it uh, in, in the way of ISTE's lens. And one thing that I, I am think I, I need to grow in a lot is the culture competency uh, piece uh, and accessibility uh, piece. I, I'm a part of our assess, uh, assistive technology team. Uh, just started this year with our SPED department. Um, and that's already just the very little time that I spent with them has helped me grow a lot already of understanding different assistive technology needs uh, in our district. And now I'm able to start modeling some of those uh, with our professional development that leads uh, hopefully to teachers seeing how they can use that um, and identify that with their learners um, if it comes from the, the physical or a disability or even a, a cultural uh, difference uh, or uh, just environment uh, uh, reasons that you might uh, need some assistive technology that, that goes with, with what you're learning. Uh, too. But access for all, I think that's something I can do a lot, uh, too, of, of our major processes of, of making sure um, our websites and all, all kinds of things that uh, district-wide that just needs attention uh, and needs someone to be dedicated towards it and do it in uh, the lens of the ISTE standards, I think will really make it a high quality, uh, too. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Um, nervous. I do know, I, I guess I, I had a mindset I already knew it was going to be a big deal, but this certification I think will um, be a part that distinguishes um, what um, professional development can be look, look like and, and make it really a personalized experience um, instead of this cookie cutter everyone's doing. Even, even though getting a certification is a cookie cutter thing, um, it's a personal journey of, of getting that, that certification then too. And I enjoy that I get to do it with both of you too, uh, so that we have support for each other um, and, and hopefully inspire some other Wasika educators to uh, do the same thing. Well, there you heard it from Kelly and Andrew and myself. I, again, I apologize for the audio there. We'll learn from my mistake um, and hopefully get you better quality on our next go around. But I really wanted to capture the very beginnings of the, the certification process, uh, where our heads were at, um, so that as we progress through through the certification process, you can hopefully hear our growth along. Uh, I wanna give a big shout out to Jen Berkner, 
uh, of Blue Earth Area uh, and Megan Everhart from Mankato Public Schools uh, for their leadership and in, in getting us through the orientation here and, and being um, kind of our facilitators here as we work our way through the modules and learn. Uh, they're fresh out of the waters of getting certified themselves and so their, their experience is going to be very helpful uh, in, in helping us do the same. Um, I, I just like our, our whole cohort thus far and uh, we, I think we built pretty strong community uh, in, in a very short period of time. Um, there's, it just reminds me again of how many rock stars we have in education. Um, and it's inspiring, truly is inspiring. When you get in a room full of rock stars, it just makes you want to be better um, and um, learn from each other. So uh, I'm excited about the process. I think we all are. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll take a week off here and then we'll start diving into the content and uh, I'll, I'll record another podcast, letting you know how that's going. Um, and that's, I guess that it's a journey. Education is never a destination. It's just a journey. And this is just one of those roads that we're going down until next time.